The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Showpodcast.com. Yeah. What? I leave for a little while and you guys get a new intro too? What is going on? Wasn't that fun? That was amazing. Yeah, Lee what is happening? We did that. We're trying to be uh, more professional. Okay, first off, ouch. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. He didn't say more professional than you. He just meant oh. more professional in, in general. general. Yeah. Oh. I think Real I'm taking qu- it as a personal affront. Real quick roll call. Uh, we're down three panelists, but we have our special returning uh, returning champions. Uh, Lee, it's his birthday today, so he is happy doing- birthday, Lee. He said, Happiest, this. Happiest of birthdays. I'm having a birthday thing. He's off having a big bowl of Count Chocula somewhere. Mm. And uh, Jay is uh, at a wedding, so he's not here. Happy and, wedding. And Rebecca is not here for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She she will be back next week, I think. She just needs some time. Uh, if you follow her on Twitter, you know what's going on. Uh, but we won't belabor that. But our returning champions are here. Excitable James. <laughs> back after how long? Uh, quite the hiatus. Fix those peaking levels, Tony. <laughs> Eat it up in here like, with your Batman I think it's, you know, shirt It's got to be like five years. You know it's what? Yeah. Oh, wow. I look, I look a little bit more sinewy. I probably look a little bit more like Shaggy from Scooby Doo and tired. I put a little bit of gel in my hair this morning because I'm trying to care. Um, you know, um, I've, I've trained you well enough on Gadget Spot that you actually leaned away from your mic when you did that, so it didn't sound so bad. <laughs> and well every done. time you click a button, it makes me want to eat an Altoid, too. Jeez, Pete's <laughs> man. Oh, you trained me from afar. Or groomed me. What's the difference between training and grooming? Well, train. Let's stick with train. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's do let's do training. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's up? You can catch me here or on Gadget Spot every now and then, uh, mm-hmm. or um, you know, on Twitter at JDD Jensen or on Instagram. You just don't follow me there. Just do Twitter and you know. For now. <laughs> For now, until Twitter gets ruined. Until, yeah, until it's all gone. <laughs> which, is yeah. Im- which is imminent, right? It, it is. Hey, hey Shan, just be. don't look up with Twitter. Just don't look up with Twitter. Yeah. Bye. Also, uh, our, another returning champion, uh, God damn it, Sarah. Sarah Everett is here. Hello. Thank you for having me here. Um, God damn it, Sarah on Twitter, Sarah Marvelous on Instagram. And it is my birthday next week. I didn't realize that Lee was oh. an October baby, also. Nice. Oh, there you go. Well, so like, uh, you have a birthday right around now. I did. Lee. When was Sarah? your birthday, Shannon? Jay? September 30th. Oh, Jay? I'm sorry. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Me and Jay's is at the beginning of September. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We're fall babies. Autumn that babies, means, yeah. That means that we were conceived probably on New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah that's correct. Prove it. Get some, man. Get some. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Spring babies all the way. Is, is that an S? What, what do are you, are you doing? Some sort of spring okay. baby gang sign or something. Oh, no. Okay. I just, no, I'm just like, so like my dad was like, Let's go. Come on, 1970. All right. <laughs> in 1970, I think my parents' parents were having Shut kids. Shut up. 
<laughs> mortality is coming for you, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> yes, mortality is coming for our, our uh, Shannon Barnes and everybody, Mr. Yeah. This That kid CGA I work, work with, he calls me a boomer all the time. What? Uh, you're not uh, a, I don't. Not he, a I know, but he knows it fucking irritates me. And uh, <laughs> now, he's call, now he's, he's making up all these uh, nicknames for me, like... Uh, Thunderclap and shit like that. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> it's pretty I'll take an explanation. Uh, I need an explanation on Thunderclap. Boom. Oh, Boomer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was a thigh thing. No. Um, <laughs> I'm watching too many videos. What videos, James? <laughs> Don't, irrelevant. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that showed up for the uh, the first pub quiz back. Uh, it, I, it was so cool to see a lot of like familiar friends that I haven't, like, that haven't seen in three years. Right. Mm-hmm. Really good turnout. It was super, super, super fun. Oh, and, good. uh, uh, a special shout out to Missy Lynn, the piano player who came down and did the best music round ever live. And, uh, oh, good. um, and everybody walked out with swag, tons of swag. Nice. It's amazing. So uh, I hope I see more people next week. You can reserve your table at uh, keysonmain.com and then pay at the door. And I think it's going to get to the point where you're going to want to make reservations because there will not be enough tables. Because it'll be so successful. That's a a good problem to have. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, uh, Shannon Shannon Bartson and Geek Show Shannon on stuff. (laughs) On stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Quad T, Too Tall Tony, is always here. Yay! Hi. He's my he's my lighthouse. He's he's the birdhouse in my soul. He's <laughs> he's they my call me canary almost, in the outlet by the light switch. They call oh me almost middle aged, reliable. <laughs> Not quite old yet. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast with James. On yes. occasion, I just realized my pictures. I'm surrounded by toys in here too, so appropriate. <laughs> you have Every kids, don't you? Yeah. Well, those are for me. They they're not allowed in here. Both those are James's. Yeah. Yeah, I have, look, I have them color coded. Those look like fun. That's right. so you pretend to cook things. Is uh, that like a little yeah. oven over there? How else am I going to get better? <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're just over there with like an empty thing, going, "This risotto's too thin." <laughs> But don't forget about our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson, in Mr. his Gary room Jackson. of toys. <laughs> also a returning champion since I was off last week. Yeah. Yes, uh, we missed you. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's just go ahead and get started. Everybody, I don't, you know, this is the strangest thing to me because, you know, being, being the elder statesman here, uh, I hey, remember no, when... I remember when Scooby-Doo premiered on Saturday mornings, okay? That was a show. That was huge. That was a big deal. We're still talking about Scooby-Doo to this day. And specifically, our suspicions have been confirmed about (laughs) Velma. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Jinkies. Oh, Jinkies. Uh, yeah, uh, there is a new Trick or Treat Scooby Doo on HBO Max that uh, I think it, it might be available now. Let's see. Oh, the fifteenth is when it starts. But people have uh, seen it, 
and apparently there's uh, some lines of dialogue that confirm that uh, Velma is, if if not a lesbian, at least bisexual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, and it's all anyone is talking about. It's it's really funny to me. Um, the I would, uh, car- but huh? from what I've I've seen at least that scene, mm-hmm. I would say it confirms. It infers. Infers, yeah. yeah. Suggests. Okay. You know what I mean? Suggests. Yeah. And like, I'll tell you what, kids aren't going to notice. Well, no, you know? they aren't. Kids and aren't going to give a damn. You guys, this is what I love. These, hi, I'm a big, tough, manly man. What What am I mad about this week? It's uh, a <laughs> Velma from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, fuck, you know. I think I think that uh, nerds and neckbeards <laughs> all over the world cried out in despair because Velma was the one that they felt like they'd have a shot with in real oh life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a and shot with that, that cartoon character. Uh, and the one that they've thought was most attractive or whatever, and they're like, no, I, I could have had this. her. Well, the uh, the new movie was made available for purchase. You can buy it now, uh, but it's it'll be on HBO Max on the 15th, and footage has circulated. Uh, what it is is uh, it has scenes showing Velma as uh, voiced in the new movie by Kate McCucci. Expressing, and, um, huh? and Carrie, can I just ask, is she a cartoon character? And not a real thing. She's not a real thing. Yes. Okay, I'm just um, checking. I'm just checking. No, you're right. But uh, <laughs> expressing interest in a female character, Coco Diablo, voiced, uh, voiced by Myrna Velasco. After Velma seems smitten upon meeting Coco, a fashion designer with a criminal past, uh, Velma's longtime friend and fellow detective Daphne quips, I didn't know convicted felons were your type. <laughs> this leads to a flustered Velma to reply, What? Type? Me? Please, who has time for a type? We have our work cu- uh, cut out for us, and I'm focused like a laser on... Okay, who am I kidding? I'm crushing big time, Daphne. What do I do? What do I say? Mm. Then there's another clip, Daphne attempting to help Velma strike up a casual conversation with Coco by nudging her and saying, now's your chance to talk to her. Uh, so there you go. Well, and the thing is, I work... Uh, you know, I've been working with kids for a really long time mm-hmm. and I've noticed over the last decade, they don't care. They don't. They don't care anymore. We're like, God, thank God this generation coming up. Right. Well, and let's hope that the generation above them doesn't screw them up too much. I've yeah. gone as Velma the last several Halloweens. So oh, finally yeah. some representation. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's not all the Velma news I have this week. <laughs> Uh-oh, that okay. was all the Velma Do you see what I'm saying? How strange this is? Mm-hmm. Uh, because New York Comic Con is, uh, I think, on while we uh, record this. Uh, they released uh, the first te- a teaser for the HBO Max adult animated series, Velma, which will dig into the origin of the smartest <laughs> member of the Scooby-Doo gang. Yeah, it's um, also weird. <laughs> I know, it's, and this is an adult, this is an adult animation project. So Glenn Howerton is Fred. Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny. Oh my God, yes. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, Sam Richardson is Norval, a.k.a. Shaggy. I didn't know that that was Shaggy's name. That is his name. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Norville? I I hear your reality and I choose to (laughs) disagree. Constance Wu is Daphne. And and Mindy Kaling, who is the showrunner and executive producer, is Velma. Oh and my God! For some reason, there's match. there's no Scooby Doo. No, 
Well, I know why, though. What do you need a dog for? And and actually, and people are freaking out, too, because Norval is an African-American man. Yes, and he will be animated as such. Uh, And there is a trailer out there. You can watch it. It's available. Uh, The pilot episode follows the early days of the characters before they become the iconic gang. Uh, We discover that Velma gets her moment to carry a big main character energy Kaling describes as a truth teller. She speaks her mind and has anxiety-induced spooky hallucinations when trying to solve mysteries. She openly flirts with rich kid Fred, who is a jerk, and maybe flirts with Daphne too. There's no confirmation that this version of Velma will be queer. We don't know. Um, But uh, it is a love quadrangle, according to the showrunners. Norval Shaggy, who has a crush on Velma, is anti-drug. There's a a picture of him there. I love his character. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very awesome. good. He's anti-drugs in the show, but Kaling uh, shared that 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 it will shift from straight edge to burnout, and it will be earned. So his character will evolve. Interesting. Now here's the okay. here's the reason why there's no Scooby yet. Interesting. Warner Brothers did not permit the use of Scooby as the sh- because of the show's very adult tone oh, okay. focuses on raunchy hijinks and violence. Oh. So they said you can have all the characters do what you want with them, but you can't have Scooby. That's the I, line they choose to draw. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't realize Sam Richardson dog. is in Veep, and he's amazing. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. He's oh yeah. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Very funny. A uh, lot of great voice actors are going to be joining this cast: Melissa Fumero, uh, Jane Lynch, Wanda Sykes, Holy uh, cow, Ken Leung, stacked cast. Russell, I would watch this. Russell Peters, Stephen Root, Gary Cole, Cherry Jones, Weird Al Yankovic, okay, yeah, Fortune Femster. Yeah. I don't uh, even like Scooby Doo as a general rule, but I will watch this. Yeah, Nicole Byer, <laughs> Ming Na Wen, uh, Frank Welker, the original voice of Fred and Scooby, will be playing Fred's dad. Oh, cool. Uh, so this cool. is sometime for next year. Yeah, I wasn't interested in this until lately yeah. yeah well this is uh, this has got my interest right here this article I, it's just blowing me away that we're still talking about scooby-doo all these years I, it's, all these years it's still just blowing me away that we're talking about the sexuality of cartoon characters at all <laughs> i've been exploring it for years so um welcome to the times i guess <laughs> well well who who did it for you then james who who was uh oh first i was age appropriate misty from pokemon obviously um Obviously, water. Um, what the? I no, I'm just kidding. about uh, Ruby Roo. Do you think? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, we're telling too much of the truth. Um, <laughs> so does that mean? Do you think Flintstones are going to have a revival at some point in time? Oh boy, they've had several over you know, the years. Well, like uh, not like Scooby Doo. They haven't retained relevancy. I mean, they have Seth, the cereal. Seth MacFarlane has tried and tried, and Hanna Barbera won't let him do it. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, Hanna Barbera has enough uh, fruity pebbles money that they don't care. They don't want to do anything else. <laughs> Get some of that vitamin money. Oh yuck! The other big thing that happened this week, and uh, it was Rebecca that pointed this out to me, and I I sat and I watched it. I'm actually looking for. This is either going to be the best thing or the worst thing ever, and it's coming to you this holiday season. Uh, it is available online. The trailer for the movie Violent Night. Okay. Um, I coming watched to theaters. That. Coming to theaters December second. <laughs> I watched that trailer yesterday. Oh I am my god! In. I am in one hundred percent. Is that in. David Harbor? Yes, it is David Harbor. So known as Hellboy. 
Yes. Now, here's the thing about this movie. It's real, first of all. (laughs) It's a thing. (laughs) It's a thing. It's not a parody. Uh, It is being released in theaters December 2nd. David Harbour is the real Santa Claus. Is he? Yes. (laughs) He's got the powers. He's got all of that. While delivering presents on Christmas, he interrupts a robbery in progress. And who better to save the family from being victimized than Santa himself? Oh, geez. That's awesome. <laughs> I just want to see his list. You got to go watch the trailer. And so is it, yes. Is it, he, is it, he pulls, is it like Die Hard with a uh, Santa Claus? Kind of. But, but remember now, he has some magic powers. He has magic he's powers. Santa. So, like he pulls up a list, his, his and, nice or naughty list, right? Yes. And the girl in the house, the, the young girl in the house is like, Santa, I need you to save us. And her name pops up on the list as he's looking at it and it's like nice and it shows all the nice things that she's done throughout the year and he's like of course i'll save you you're on the nice list (laughs) and then he proceeds to beat the shit and kill all of these robbers and yelling naughty list as he does He stabbed, in the trailer, he stabs a guy through the eye with the star from on top of the tree. Awesome. <laughs> and then he takes a candy cane, and clearly he's been sucking on it for a while because he's got the pointy end. You know? yeah. Spike. Stabs a guy in the cheek with it. Oh, man. Yeah, this is rated R. And, this uh, is like a harder version of Home Alone. <laughs> I just yeah. want to be in the pitch room where it's just like they're all in a circle. So it's just like trying to, they're ideating, and they're just like, all right, what are we going to do? Okay, no, we can't. Nightmare Before Christmas has happened. What are we going to do with the Easter Bunny? Okay, get this Santa Claus. He's I, sucking on a but, stick. But do you, do you think they're they also like, but this thing is completely off unless we can get David Harbour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's perfect. Who in Hollywood? Like, who else could do it, really? Acceptance, yeah. He's, yeah. he's perfect. I mean, he's perfect for it. Uh, it is directed <laughs> by uh, Tommy Workola, who brought us Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, and the Dead Snow franchise. Which is the Nazi zombies? Oh, okay. This guy's I, got a—he's got a genre. It traps. Yeah. I liked yeah. that Hansel and Gretel movie. I don't care what anyone says. I was that with it. Uh, Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, it's got uh, J- Jeremy Renner and um, who is the girl? What's her name? Uh, Olga Kurlokovic. Oh yeah, what is her name? Anyway, uh, it is produced by, and this is where uh, my attorney Ed Brass stepped in. Produced by uh, 87 North, the team, beti- the, the team behind, check these out, Nobody, John mm. Wick, oh. Atomic Blonde, and Deadpool 2. So well, there you go. Awesome. Perfect so, action. Seal of so approval. That's yep. your action. And so um, uh, Ed texts me and he says, uh, you know, tell me about some of these kills because, you know, he's a John Wick fan. Can he, does he kill a guy with a stocking? I says, he takes a stocking. And he puts billiard balls in it. Yeah. And then smashes these guys with the stocking. And Ed goes, oh, well, I'm all in then. Yeah. (laughs) This will replace It's a Wonderful Life as a classic. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The the girl in Hansel and Gretel was Gemma Arterton. My bad. Oh, Gemma. Yeah, she's she's good. I like her. She's awesome, yeah. So uh, keep that in mind for your holiday viewing uh, coming up. Uh, Oh, and speaking of viewing and holidays, before we go to break, just a quick reminder. Geek Show Movie Night is back. Well, it's movie afternoon, daytime. It's movie brunch. Movie brunch. Okay, that's the good. Movie brunch bunch. Now, the only <laughs> details that I have right now, I don't have a start time yet because we need to get with the theater and work all that out. But it will be at about this time on the 29th of October. So it'll be, you know, 1130 ish, 
round in there is when we'll start. We'll record a podcast in the theater and then we'll start the movie. The movie this time is Mars Attacks. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could be there. Flying. <laughs> Uh, so it'll be Mars Attacks on the 29th, and, uh, and this is and, the other, huh? And it's Rebecca's first ever viewing. She's not seen <gasps> it. Because yeah. oh she's scared shitless. Yeah, the oh, commercials, the oh, commercials yeah. traumatized her when she was a kid, apparently. Don't, so. pe- don't pester her about it, though, I'm while going we're watching to. it. <laughs> Leave her but, alone. Uh, the, other, the only other detail I have is uh, Mars Attacks, the 29th, noonish, 1130-ish, round in there to start time. And this is the other detail that we have about that. Pay what you want. Oh. Pay what you want for this. And now that may change. That's not an established. This time, pay what you want. It's kind of we'll like a, a. It's kind of well, like our soft reopening. That's how I looked at uh, yeah. this week's pub quiz, right? Exactly. So, so that's what that's uh, that's the other detail that I have. Is pay what you want. That'll be coming up. And and again, more information. We'll we'll have it. I'm pretty sure firmed up by next week i would think yeah, I would probably. we'll see we'll see uh but just make your plans now for and where us, did uh, you say it was at uh Brubies in salt Brubies. lake city back at Brubies. back at Brubies. so uh look that up as well it's just right downtown easy <laughs> to find all right uh after these messages, these messages we'll be right, right back and now a message about the geek show patreon from geek show patreon <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, there's money, a, please. Money, please. Uh, it's it's uh, it's geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the link. If you're not already a Patreon member, that's where you go. It's because most of you can't spell Patreon. Uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com will take you right there. It's only three fifty, three fifty a month, and with that, you get all kinds of secret stuff that you don't get here on this free podcast. You get deep dives into shows where we go spoilery. We say we we don't spoil stuff on the uh, podcast too often, but we go spoilery yeah. in the in the deep dives on your favorite movies and TV shows. Uh, we've got all kinds of special programming that happens there. You two want to talk about that? Yeah, Tony and I we do our kids table reviews where we um, typically review uh, recently whatever Arby's has. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's been a big Arby's year. <laughs> Um, but our little fan base of food perverts love. We know you're out there. <laughs> we know you're out there. They love watching us eat food uh, on mic. Candy, yeah. Mountain Dew, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever kind of new, weird, kitschy, geek-related sometimes, sometimes not, food that comes out that yeah. uh, might be interesting. There's uh, Jay will occasionally do some stuff in there on his own. I know uh, Lee will do some painting of uh, miniatures and things like that sometimes. And the Adventures of Mr. B are in there as well. Uh, AMAs. So, Carrie does AMA from time yep. to time. Oh, we haven't Lee, done AMAs does, in a long time. We should probably do some AMAs. Let's Lee do an does, AMA. Lee does his Star Wars AMA. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's that's where you want to go to ask him anything about Star Wars. Uh, also, uh, we have a Discord channel that is for our Patreons exclusively. And uh, that's, that's a lot of fun, too. It's a fun community space. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. fans, we... You know, fans of Geek Show, we have Geek Show in common, but we also have a lot of other interests in common. Um, there's a sports channel in there. If you like sports, there's TV spoiler, TV spoiler free channels. We got all kinds of yeah. stuff. Uh, conspiracy like, theories. There's like <laughs> got 30 those. different channels in there. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a channel for everything. 
And it's filled with uh, good people like yourself. So uh, go on in there. It's, it's a reasonably safe space to be. It's as safe as you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's as safe so, as you let it be. <laughs> so go to, go to our uh, Patreon. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link that'll take you right there. Tree fitty a month. Well worth every penny. And thank you. And we're back. Okay. Woo! More. I got casting. I've got writers assigned. Projects that are actually going forward. All right. I like that. Uh, we, we told you about this uh, El Muerto movie, which is a, a fringe Marvel character in the Ugh. Spider-Man universe. And uh, Bad Bunny is going to be playing him. <laughs> we have a director now. Oh, hang on. I have a picture for this. Where'd it go? Jonas Cuaron is set to direct. Now, uh, his, uh, his uh, father, of course, is... Uh, famous uh, he co-wrote gravity with his father i think it's alfonso Cuaron, right yeah yeah there we, there we go so uh there you go there's el muerto um, yeah one of my favorite characters i've never seen <laughs> <laughs> uh the character is uh, benito antonio martinez ocasio uh the son of filmmaker alfonso Cuaron made his directorial uh, debut with the uh, immigration thriller desierto i'm sure i'm slaughtering all of these names uh, let's see, uh, Blue Beetle is, uh, Gareth Dunnett Alcoser is writing the script for uh, El Muerto, who also wrote Blue Beetle, about a wrestler with superpowers passed down from generation to generation in a single family. Oh, uh, but they do have uh, the director. Uh, so it's going forward. Hey, you know, <laughs> show, me what you, show me what you got. Yeah, that'd be uh, good. Yeah. There's a lot of Spider-Man <laughs> stuff going on right now, man. Well, I was going to say, mm -hmm. not judging the character or anything like that, just going based off Sony's non-Spider-Man, Spider-Man-related movies, eh, you know, it doesn't matter what they make it out of. The chances are it's going to be like Morbius, but... Yeah, it'll be garbage. Not. Who knows? Live action only, though, because... Um, what's the animated one? Oh, the Into, Into the Spider-Verse. Spider yeah. Spider-Verse, well, very that's good. A, that's a Spider-Man movie. Their 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 dedicated Spider-Man movies have mm. all been, in my opinion, been quite good. Correct. Mm -hmm. But they're they're spin-off ones that aren't Spider-Man centric, yes. less good. This one, <laughs> like I said, I'll give I'll give it a chance because we don't know enough about the character to say, eh, that's not canon or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. We won't see, be able to complain about that. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> I, see, I'm I'm just going, eh, I'm just not interested. <laughs> They gotta uh, switch the mask up though. He looks too much like Bane. I, I thought it was like Bane, Bane at first. I was like, why is Bane choking well, you, out Spider Man? You gotta look at what the audience is used to, and audiences respond respond to symbology, well, and like and, they're gonna see it. And that's a change that you can make, and nobody will care because we don't yeah. know enough about the character. True. <laughs> uh, also, uh, casting announced: um, Emma Caulfield is returning for Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Yes. The, the WandaVision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn. Uh, Emma Caulfield will reprise her role as Dottie, the neighbor. Uh, <laughs> you know, the nosy neighbor. <laughs> uh, the series uh, revealed that uh, neighbor Agnes uh, was pulling strings when she unbent. And that, so this will just be a continuation of Agatha's story. I wonder if they're just um, going to pick up right after WandaVision or if they're going hmm, to have good a question. time leap or what. That's a good question. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that is on its way, probably in the winter of twenty twenty three, something like that. Uh, this one I'm very excited about because those most recent Planet of the Apes movies, that trilogy, oh. 
I think so good. are just perfect. I think it's Shakespeare with monkeys. Exactly. <laughs> well, they're continuing the franchise. They've announced Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. And they've got uh, a couple of people cast already. Their lead is going to be uh, Ika Darville. Now, you've seen Ika Dar. I hope I'm saying it right, before. He was in Jessica Jones. You remember? Remember that guy? This guy. Uh, Wes Ball is directing. Uh, Owen Teague, Freya Allen, Peter Macon, uh, all joining the cast. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This one will take place many years after War for the Planet of the Apes, which was the last one. And that's, that's one spoiler. Caesar dies at the end. Uh, what? So, so Caesar will not be back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's going to take place many years down the road and it will be the apes have established this area. My fingers crossed. I hope they just remake, they call this Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, just do a remake of the original Planet of the Apes. Make it, because in that trilogy, there's footage on the news of a spaceship going up into orbit. And that could be the Charlton Heston spaceship, see? No. Yeah. I'm and into it. I don't it, want to. Have it come down and then... Yeah, I love this. It's idea. a circular story. <laughs> that's just that's just me though. Anyway, uh, Spawn movie. I have I have good, <laughs> I I believe it or not, I have good news about the Spawn movie. <laughs> okay, watch me hold my breath for this. Uh, waiting for the Spawn movie. Okay, <laughs> come on, the Spawn movie. Look at this thing. Now, as we all know, Blumhouse is doing it, and I have faith in in the things that they do. They're very talented people. Um. McFarlane, Todd McFarlane is stepping away from the project a bit. Oh, okay. Now I'm interested again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's what he said in The Hollywood Reporter. He says, if we've got an A-list actor, A-list producers, A-list writers, then do you want to shoot for A-list directors and cinematographers? The answer is, of course, let's keep the momentum going. So he's not insisting that he's directing. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. So maybe we should have my dipshit ass uh direct this thing <laughs> i mean very talented guy don't get me wrong but he's got an ego he, he <laughs> uh but uh, here it is they've got uh they've added a trio of writers they've got uh scott silver uh who who wrote uh, joker but uh malcolm spellman who uh, is responsible for falcon and the winter soldier oh also, uh, Matt Mixon are teaming up on the feature. Been in development at Blumhouse for quite a while. Jamie Foxx remains attached to Star. Uh, and uh, McFarlane had been ironing the director's chair uh, until recently oh. now, finally. Uh, but uh, Has Spellman... Has directed anything else? McFarlane? No! I don't think so. Oh. Uh, here's what Spellman wrote about Spawn. He says, I grew up in Berkeley, which is a comic book city. Todd McFarlane's Spawn character was always one of my favorites, a black superhero that was no bullshit. He was cool and dealt with modern issues. Uh, myself, Matt Nixon, and Scott Silver are pledging to honor what Todd started and what Spawn is at its core, delivering something that's relevant and edgy and unlike any other superhero movie out there. So I'm back in on the Spawn movie because talented writers... And McFarlane is not there anymore. And, and come on, Jamie Foxx, honestly. Jamie Foxx, yeah. good oh, actor. He's going to be great. Yeah, that guy's got talent for days. Yeah, good actor. So uh, so I'm back on the Spawn movie. All right. Um, I wish Lee were here so I could break this bad news to him in person. 
Well, it's his birthday. You don't want to do that. I know. Today. I don't want to see the pained look it. on his face. You've been because developing a Lee bot, haven't you? Just play uh, the Lee bot back. Have you been working on that? Someone should be. Um, his favorite comic book, or one of his top five, I think, is Grendel, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's yeah. I, it's definitely, I think it's in his top two, if not top, his favorite. Yeah. Grendel, he loved Grendel. I used bad, to, he used to scare me. <laughs> yes. Because he had that mask. Yes. yes. And um, he had a Grendel mask? Uh-huh. And oh. he would get some chemicals in him. <laughs> <laughs> and alcohol. And he'd put that thing on. That's so when oh, we lived man. in that pink house. Yes. And I was just like, oh, we'd all be like, he's got the Grendel mask on. <laughs> That let's, was when. Uh, let's was get when, out of here. That was when Jedi Warrior Lee would venture off into into the park at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God! Wondering. What have I been missing? No, we <laughs> lived it. We lived at uh, like pretty close to Liberty Park. Uh, yeah, and he he wore like robes and shit. <laughs> yeah, he would get on his Jedi robes and go into the park at night, he would hoping become... to find crimes to solve. And all <laughs> yeah, that. he would he would well, become Grendel Lee, protector well, I... of Salt Lake. <laughs> oh, I would I would often I would often go. I'd often fall uh, follow behind him to make sure that everything is okay. You know, go you know when I'm like the voice of reason yeah. at yeah. twenty one. Shannon's like, I gotta go keep an eye on Grendel Lee. He's yeah. back so you were Grendel Lee's sidekick? No, I was his. I was his <laughs> his keeper. Yeah, you were his, you know? his, his, his shepherd's uh, poncho. Oh uh, God! And he would like. I who is Don Alfred? Who is Don Quixote's yeah, uh, sidekick? You were that guy. Uh, yeah, Poncho Sansa. I was Poncho. Yeah, you were Poncho. And, and yeah, like one time he was eating the. Leaves off of trees, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, die. That might kill you, bud. That might, oh, man. that might kill you. Hey, Lee, that might kill you. <laughs> that you know? was the origins of his vegetarianism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the Grendel series is not going forward at net- Netflix. Oh, oh man. So After that's the all bad that. news. Ooh. Uh, it, it, it could be shopped elsewhere. Uh, Netflix will not be doing it. Uh, Matt Wagner's uh, Dark Horse comic book series. It had an eight-episode order. Uh, they had it cast. Uh, the first Arab Muslim male actor to portray a series lead in a comic book adaptation. Abu, Abu Baker Ali was who was cast. They started work on it. Um, a bul- the bulk of its filming had been done. Series not finished. So mm. there is currently a partial eight-episode season in the can. That's so weird. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so Netflix said, "No, we're not interested." Which is another Hollywood write-off? Do you think, like Batgirl? They started making it, and they're just like. "Eh." Apparently, Netflix said you can shop this elsewhere. So hopefully, somewhere else we'll uh, we'll take a look at it. it That's never a good sign. (laughs) Can you imagine that meeting? Netflix is like, "We got some good news, and we got some bad news. (laughs) The bad news is we don't want your thing anymore." But the good news is you can shop it around. It's there a way to turn a friend upside else. down. Up Maybe there. Tubi will take it. I'll be, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be uh, sending a treatment for the Grendel Lee TV series yes. to uh, Netflix to see. Hey, guys, but Cobra Kai is still going strong, right? Cobra uh, Netflix Kai, isn't going to let go of that. Dude. No shit, James. I just read a thing about how Cobra Kai is like in streaming numbers beating like what it's was it? Game of Thrones or Lord it of the Rings? Started as Lord of the Rings. It started as yeah. a YouTube Red series, and yeah. here it, we are. It's because speaking it's of things that won't die. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful trash. It's, it's it, 
Shannon is 100% correct. There's just <laughs> it there's something about it that keeps me coming back to it. I don't when know what the, it is. Yeah, when, it's when they use the word endearing, would you call it endearing? It, it is very endearing. Yeah. Yes. And what's cr what's really funny? So look, I've been substitute teaching this week and uh, I noticed it last year more and more kids showing up to the school in their Cobra Kai t-shirts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and my thing is I go, "Man, that's very disappointing you're wearing that shirt cuz <laughs> I'm like Eagle Fang forever. Eagle Fang. <laughs> Come on, man, Miyagi-Do. Miyagi-Do. No, I'm I'm 100% Eagle Fang, man. Johnny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange to me that this thing is so hugely popular. I just I, anyway. Uh, another thing that is surprising me that is doing well is this interview with the vampire TV series that just started. I've I watched uh first two you, episodes you've watched I heard first it two? was very good i'm it's, banking them so that i can watch them in a you know, so you know mm -hmm, it's I do it is thing. it is really good and so i loved the first book right yeah i, I yep. actually read the first book and um and i liked the movie okay you know the movie is pretty good mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but this is this is one of those ones that's perfect for long-form storytelling yeah i this got is, to meet Anne rice She's, oh, you a nice, she's a very nice old lady who you would not imagine the smut that she has written yeah. <laughs> by looking at her. <laughs> um, what's really cool about this version of it is they've got it set in modern times and COVID is part of the... Oh, really? Yeah, COVID really? works in... It, it works into the part where he's doing the interview, right? <laughs> and mm -hmm. Oh, that's they're doing the like separate? Or yeah, so yeah, like, how does that work? <clears throat> so uh, Carrie, yes, an actor we both love, and I, I yes, Eric. Uh, oh yes, I'm I'm trying to look it up right now. What Eric Bogusian or whatever the yes, guy from Bogusian. Talk Radio? Yeah, for the guy from Talk Radio. <laughs> yes, Eric Bogosian. He okay. when I saw that he was in this, I was like, I'm going to give it a try because I'll so, watch anything that oh, he's in. So you'll love it because he's the reporter. Yeah, he's the guy. He's conducting mm. the interview. So, and it's like him sitting there, and he's with uh, what's his name, Luis, Luis. It's Luis. Luis, and uh, so they're doing the interview, and he's it's so funny. He's talking some shit to a vampire. He don't care, you know. Oh yeah. And um, so it's like it's it flashes back and forth between the interview and then the stories that he's telling, and the guy that's playing Luis. Uh, <laughs> whatever it's, it's he's great from, uh, he's from game of thrones is where yeah, you saw him. yeah and yeah. uh oh yeah he was the unit the unsullied right? mm -hmm. yeah. the unsullied yeah and the guy that plays lestat is really good he's uh and he's got like a french accent and everything mm -hmm. and, he um, look this this photo looks like he looks like brad pitt no is it brad that's pitt? what i was gonna say no. yeah that's yes. right yeah and tom well, cruise so uh, tom cruise was the was Lestat. Lestat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you like that source material, you're going to dig mm -hmm. this. I guess it's only eight episodes for the first season, but uh, it did so well, and people have so much faith in it. At AMC, they've uh, they said, let's do another season. Interesting. Uh, so they're, you're going to get uh, the eight-episode second season will be set in Europe this time. Yeah, and so like, and just like in every other version of this, once it gets to Queen to, uh, of the Damned, I'll mm -hmm. stop watching it. Yeah, head out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, showrunner said Bulgaria, Romania, Paris, San Francisco, New Orleans, Dubai. The writing staff of uh, Interview with the Vampire is honored and humbled and hungry to add more stamps 
to our Vamps Passport books. They're going all, they're hitting oh, all the and, and also, it's just beautiful, too. It's really, mm-hmm. like, it's just pretty. So Well, and, and like I said, I was in as soon as I saw that Eric Bogosian is going to be the well, guy doing the interview, because he's perfect for that role. Oh, and Carrie, like, I didn't know that, and when mm-hmm. he showed up, I was like, oh my God! You know? <laughs> He, uh, he did a, uh, it was a play, and then they made it into a movie. It was called Talk Radio, based on a true story about a talk radio host who is murdered, and he plays the talk radio host. Uh, it's just, it's a brilliant film, if you ever get a chance to see it. Uh, let's see. Oh, and, and finally, well, we got a couple of things here. Uh, She-Hulk, which <laughs> I so enjoyed this last episode. Oh, so uh, I mean, I've been in, not? I've been enjoying every episode. Too, right? But, you know, uh, when D- Daredevil showed up and just made me so happy, and he was doing some Daredevil-y shit, by God. <laughs> yes, he was. Because, <laughs> uh, as I recall, in the Marvel Comics universe, in the comics, he's like one of the hoes of the... <laughs> well, he gets around. Murdoch well, gets yeah, around. And, and so does she. And she does. And so does it's, Hawkeye, I think, gets around. And Hawkeye and everybody does. I was trying to explain that to CJ last night. He goes, you mean people are bone into comic books now? I go, yeah, they're, (laughs) yes, it's not for kids anymore. (laughs) You know, Uh, but uh, Jamila Jamil has been calling out the haters on Twitter and doing a wonderful job of it. Yes. Tatiana herself, Uh, because she posted on Saturday, a video to Twitter of herself Casually eating McDonald's fries in character, you know, in, in costume, at a New York City Times Square McDonald's, and added the caption, waiting for the final episode of She-Hulk, like, and you know, so she's eating her French fries. <laughs> Male Twitter uh, user implied that he wasn't waiting for the finale, which let's stop right there. Yeah. Why is that necessary? <laughs> Why are you watching her, following her Twitters and, and watching yeah. her Makes stuff no if, you're, if you're not involved in what she's creating? Because yeah. they hate themselves, it's, it must be, James. <laughs> well, well, and it was like, uh, Tony, you and I talked about the other week. It's like, I think it was a couple weeks ago after we did the uh, Star, Star Girl stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, there's so much stuff to watch. Just there move on is. to the next Just thing. ignore it. Just ignore this. Why, yeah. Yeah. What is your deal? Uh, she responded, LOL, why are so many men so upset? Are you all okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. no. And then she uh, doubled down with her support of the show by tweeting in part that She-Hulk didn't stick to any old formula. We still made it to number one in the ratings and had a blast yeah. making it. Uh, then she followed up with, to be clear, it is absolutely fine if you personally don't like She-Hulk. I know it doesn't appeal to everyone. Some people fucking love it. But can we all agree that you don't need to be so hostile when yeah! you express your feelings to me? We're all fans. Let's talk nicely. And also, <laughs> we're all humans. Yes. Uh, anyway, she says she doesn't begrudge Marvel fans for speaking their mind. She says, I'm on their side. At the same time, said, and so I never mind any criticism or feedback, but come on. Yeah. There's criticism and just, feedback, and yeah, then there's yeah. just and, not and there's unnecessary. Up being a mm-hmm. neckbeard dick vitriol you know well it's just like she's hired by them too you know and so it's just like like i like hamburgers but i don't run into wendy's i'm like this is bull crap up in here to like their employees you know exactly and like like i thought hamburgers are trash i I thought why are they square (laughs) you suck crazy (laughs) 
What does frame broiled even mean? I don't yeah. understand. See, like I, I don't These understand. These new fries are bullshit. Actually, their new fries are better than they're ever. They're fucking delicious. I, they're they're actually, great. Now, let's get serious. They're actually pretty good. Here's the thing. That Halo and get, TV and show. Don't get me started on that pub burger, Carrie Jackson. Oh, the pretzel pub burger. Oh, oh it's very what about, good. It's good. The Halo, what about, I, and this is, this is a place that me and Tony diverge. Halo, I, I don't understand why, Tony, you like Halo. It is kind of a garbage TV show that might have you know ruined the video game for me. Get out but of town. I, I switched the channel over to something good. See? Like, uh, like and then Hawkeye. you just complain about it to me in private, not over yeah, it's Twitter. Fine. Here, but my question is, how did it ruin the video game for you? Because that video game's over there. It's separate from that. Yeah, it's yeah, different. James. Distinct oh. media. Well, I th I think that whoever watches that media should feel bad that they like the things that they like. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Outside of like if you're passionate about Brave Little Toaster, which by the way is a garbage. Have you seen that? What? Oh An no, AC no, no. AC no. unit commits suicide in uh -oh. a children's TV show. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's, I'm not gonna listen to this about the Brave I, Little Toaster. I was raised in Utah Valley and sheltered. I was not ready <laughs> for that too. kind of real life I, experience. I'm from Orem, Utah. <laughs> Oh, we should do something sometime. Okay. Well, I'm in Portland now, so I cannot. I will not go back. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Just... Well, now, now in following in the footsteps, the uh, the showrunners for the Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power have started answering critics because, boy, the fanboys are upset about that show, and I just don't get it. But anyway. Well, because uh, they're upset about so, everything, Harry. I think so, I actually figured out why some of them are upset. Why is that? I think it's a stupid reason, but yeah. uh, they've been watching the wrong show. So, so yeah. Amazon has the rights to the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Yes, everything in Rings of Power pulls from the appendix of the mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings. They don't have the rights to the Silmarillion. Oh, I thought it was pulled from the Silmarillion. So no, it's just it's in the appendices, pulled from, like pulled at the end? from the appendices. Oh, so anything that appears in both, they can use. But if there's something that just appears in the Silmarillion, they don't have rights to use that. Interesting. So a lot of, I don't know about a lot, but several of the hardcore nerds of Lord of the Rings are complaining that it's just fan fiction because they don't actually, they can't tell the stories out of the Silmarillion. To which I say, well, if you're going to take that route, everything ever written in a yeah. universe after the original writer stops is fan fiction. Exactly. Agree. Agree. After you know. that first issue of Amazing Fantasy 15, where does Spider-Man go? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, exactly. It's fan fiction. Uh, so here, here are the fi five things that they have addressed that I found. This is, these are actual complaints that the fans have. Dwarf wives in Rings of Power don't have beards. <laughs> now here's the showrunner's reply. It says they actually do. Uh, we looked at various versions of what facial hair on dwarf women might look like. There are beard hairs applied lovingly, one at a time, onto the actresses, and these are sort of mutton chops on the side. He says, I could go further to say that Tolkien himself has answered this particular question both ways. There's a very strong arg argument to be made that dwarf women should have beards. Uh, so they looked into it. Um, here's another one. Elves don't have shaved heads or short hair. Oh, so they wrote, if Tolkien, he said, if Tolkien ever wrote a comprehensive style guide to hairstyles in Middle Earth over yeah. its thousand years of history, I would love to see it. That's, yeah, <laughs> this, it's this a this great point. Back, yeah, this goes back to what we were, what we were talking about. It, yeah. 
you have to be able to branch out and expand on a universe if you want to keep things interesting. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you're just telling the same story well, with the same character archetypes over and, and over. And that's exactly what he says, to say that any culture as rich and with as long of a history as the elves would all have the same hair for 9,000 years, that doesn't seem <laughs> yeah. to correspond and harmonize with the breadth of imagination that Tolkien left us. Yeah, that's baloney. Uh, here's another I, one. Hmm? No, no, I was Go gonna ahead. say, if you're a writer, just lean in, man. Just piss everybody off. Show the Entwives, show Sauron <laughs> yes. taking a bath. Maybe exactly. like, you he's know, the copulation the of Strider. He's, he's gotta sit in the bath like Geralt mm -hmm. from The Witcher, though, with his legs up and you see a lot of skin. And then it's and... a treat for both sides of the aisle, man. Exactly. Man. Here's my favorite one that they clap back on. The costumes look too new. <laughs> what? Oh my God! Here's, now here's what they said. This is my favorite response. I certainly don't agree with that note. I think we are always talking about a lived-in world, and we're always talking about adding breakdown to give costumes a more worn-in look. But also, that's not a bad shirt that you've got on. Is it new? The, the interviewer confirms his shirt is new. He says, "Guess what? Sometimes clothes are new." Yeah, <laughs> not everything is a thousand years. This, oh, there's too much detail yeah. in the costumes. Like, yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> so what, they think everyone oh. just wore like burlap sacks back then. Yeah, potato were, bags. Yeah, dirty and what, torn. Idaho's I got, best. Yeah, I found this on the <laughs> I found this on the Hollywood Reporter website, and they 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 go down a huge list. So if you oh, want to go in and goodness. take a look at it. Go right ahead, but I like the sometimes close our new response is my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> That's very Guess good. Guess what? It's just it, the other people that hate this for for other reasons are probably a lot of people that just decided they weren't going to like it before mm -hmm. they saw from the it. jump mm -hmm. from just, the jump well, and, and, and that's and, fine and that's fine but, if that's then they just go they just go watch something else yeah, yeah don't be out there proselytizing that you should agree with me because I hate it you know yeah. if yeah. someone likes it. Walk away. Go watch. All right. Go watch a palate cleanser <laughs> yeah. like Halo yeah, you know, to where you, know you what, learn James? you can I like deeper and then I like Halo, James. <laughs> I like it. Okay, it was whoa, whoa, good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's fine to I say so I don't like the aesthetics of a show. That's fine, but like to nitpick all the specific things well, is just like you know I'm what? gonna watch this to shit on it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because if if I would have done that with Strange New Worlds, and and I've seen the 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 arguments uh. online. I wouldn't be enjoying this thing is such a wonderful thing to me if if I would have not even given it a try uh, because of those things I, I I would be a very the, sad person right now the way I look at it is it's, it's just like some people have that connection to a property right it's so it's like you're dating somebody and then it starts off in the honeymoon phase and you're always your best <laughs> self and you know the production values high you know you know they, they they have the guns that you want to see in the show and then all of a sudden the relationship starts to sour and you know all of a sudden master chief starts to go against his programming and just like any other tv show not pointing out any name but, very specific um, all of a sudden the story starts to diverge and the origin materials that they have a plethora of start to you know become diluted but uh no with any tv show it's just like some people it's like they stay in it to like what does shannon say to hate fuck it you know, like, watch. it's just like, yeah. it's just like, I hate you, but I'm staying in this relationship to remind you how much I hate you. And it's like, yeah. why? There are so many other better TV shows out there. Exactly. Just go date other things. Go and date there's, other there's shows. There's dating apps. There's yeah. the showrunners can't hear you. They can't exactly. hear you. hate watching it. They're yeah, like, I, I can't hear you over my money. <laughs> oh. Okay. And, and Bug Hunter 801 makes a good point. Being angry 
can't be a personality. <laughs> exactly. You know, if Some that is your personality, trying. I pity you. <laughs> you know? You're giving right. up too I, much headspace, man. You need to go enjoy things. There's sun I will, outside. I will say this about Halo. Master Chief's armor looked too new. And um, <laughs> I wasn't it. much That's of a it. fan. It wasn't bunged up enough it, for yeah, you. Yeah, it wasn't bunged up enough. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about the things that we did like and consume after, after these, these messages. messages. We'll be right, right back. back. <laughs> That's right. I'm Mr. Bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. Toss your balls in my top. I'm Mr. Bucket. Out of my mouth, I will pop. I'm Mr. Bucket. We're all going to run. I'm Mr. Bucket. The game's Mr. Bucket. The first to get their balls in, and Mr. Bucket wins. But look out, because the balls will pop out of his mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. The balls pop out of my mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. A ball is what I'm about. I'm Mr. Bucket. We're all going to run. I'm Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket from Milton Bradley. This is Candyland, a place you pretend to visit when you play this game. The cards show you how to follow the path through Candyland. You'll discover the gingerbread plum tree, a rainbow pass, and gumdrop mountain. But be careful of the cherry pitfalls, and don't get stuck in molasses swamp. You don't have to know how to read or count to have loads of fun in Candyland. Candyland, a game for people 4 to 8 from Milton Bradley. And we're back. Okay. What did you consume this week? Who wants to start? I can go. I'll go through my Tony. history. I consumed an eight-hour drive to Denver and an eight-hour drive back from Denver this week. I did that some was, driving this week, too, yeah. Uh, there's some nice scenery along the way there. Um, TV-wise, though, uh, what did I watch in the hotel room? A lot of SpongeBob, um, <laughs> some, some Rick and Morty. <laughs> Uh, oh, actually, you know what I did watch last night, though, that I quite enjoyed? Uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Mm. Yeah. Really? I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. It. I thought it was fun. Um, I've never seen Hocus Pocus 1. Oh, yeah, yes, we talked neither. about this last week. It's, uh, Gary, you know, what? It's, it's a, a reserve, uh, <clears throat> movie. Was it reserved for like a time and a place, do you I think? was going to say, it's a movie for... A certain, you know, if you were of a certain age when Hocus Pocus 1 came out, mm -hmm. you just liked it because it's perfect for that age group. And yeah. I was of that age and I yeah. enjoyed it quite a bit. I've probably seen Hocus Pocus 1 growing up probably 20 or 30 times. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think coming at it through the looking glass of a 37, am I 37? Yeah, 37 year old. <laughs> Uh, enjoying a sequel that took 23 years <laughs> to, to get done. <laughs> Granted, they haven't been working on it for 23 years, but that's how long it's been between the first one and the second one. I thought it was pretty great. I I think the jokes were good. I think the storyline was adequate. It, it achieved what it set out to do, and uh, I enjoyed it. I give it uh, three and a half out of five. Uh, you need good. to uh, you need to speak to my producer at the radio station. She the first one is like a religion to her. Oh, and so she and she has that. nothing nice to say about the second one. And that oh. might be because she holds the first one in such you know super high regard. Yeah. yeah, I mean she was so. she was making a list on Friday. It was, <laughs> and she it was, was like, and their dresses look too new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything else, Tony? Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I was always listening to a book as I drove. Uh, I think I've talked about this series before. I highly recommend it, though. It's called The Dwarves, mm. and it's written by a guy named uh, Mark Hurwitz, I think. He's do a German. German women have beards? Ger they do. <laughs> they talk about it, actually, in Good. the book. Um, 
<laughs> good. <laughs> but uh, really good series. I'm on the fourth one uh, of the Dwarves, and uh, I highly recommend them. I think when the, I listen to the Dwarves in the car, it's that the punk rock band who has a song called "I Ain't Going I to Salt Lake going City." I Ain't Going to Salt Lake City. <laughs> Different Dwarves, but I can hear you. They are Adding great live, by the way. Now? Look them up. Look them up. Uh, who's next? Who wants to go next? Raise your hand. Uh, I'll go I next. Can... Sarah? Oh, okay. James, you... Um, oh, no, 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 you go, you go. I've just been baking like a mad woman and watching Great British Baking Show. That's all I've been I've, doing. I've been watching that as well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Not the new one, though. Past oh, episodes. okay. <laughs> oh, you're you're in the vault, are you? Yeah, okay. yeah, for like the ninth time. You're still is... working on those cookies? I'm on um, lemon tarts now. Tart oh, okay. All right. okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sounds lovely. Yeah, it's very The thing good. about the Great British Breaking Show is that when when they start narrating about, uh, you know, uh, uh, so-and-so's tart will have sponge and you know, <laughs> listing all the things that are, Yeah, yeah. I get sleepy because it's so comforting. <laughs> it's so it's very um, ASMR. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's so comforting. I just want to curl up and have that guy go talk about sponge for a moment. And, <laughs> My and problem, the cream filling, you know. See, my problem with shows like that is they just make me so hungry. Like, yes. That's oh, why yeah, I'm baking this, while I'm watching That it, makes total sense. So I can sense. be eating also. There's a show on Netflix. I think it's called like the Great American Barbecue Showdown or something like that. Mm. And it's a, it's a smoking competition, a meat smoking competition. And I watched that and I'm just like, why am I not smoking a brisket right now? Hell oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what they're for. And then you Costco go to Costco and, get and you're one. like, uh-huh. oh, I have to take out a mortgage to get one. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, is that it, Sarah? Is that all you, you've just been baking? Just baking and watching. Okay. Ba- oh, I watch Adventure Time before I go to sleep, too. Yes. Still, forever, forever. I that show. <laughs> I got to watch so that show yeah, My favorite show. Uh, James, you want to go since you oh, seem to be man. pulling up I've your list watching- there? Everything under the sun with volume turned down to three because I got two small kiddos in the house. And <laughs> uh, a couple of shows that stand out to me. Uh, first and foremost, Lord of the Rings. Here's the thing. I don't give a crap what the haters say. I think the show <laughs> looks frustrating, but I do have a qualm with it. I can't tell you how frustrating it is to turn on the show and to get done with it and to not understand at all what <laughs> happened. It's a show for smart people, and I'm so tired of this. You need to dumb it down for but- me. It is a it's beautiful like, show, even if you don't know what's going like, on. Gorgeous. You know what? Oh my gosh. James, I, like, I agree with you because I started you get done? I started watching the first one and I'm just yeah. like, this is hard. And I turned it off. It is just it is like one reading of the, Tolkien. It's yes, homework. Exactly. It it's is, homework. It is just, a, yeah. I, a super I slow about, burn. It's 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 like I feel like it's if somebody goes and watches a Marvel movie now, having never seen a Marvel movie, it's like there's so many inside references. It's accessible. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's what it's like watching Lord of the Rings. It's like some gray old dude falls from the sky. This lady's really nice. There's some orcs. Like everything's pretty with the scenery. Where's Peter Jackson? But like I don't <laughs> understand what I'm seeing, and people are like, "Oh, that was Gamargamel from." Slurgisborg and like is I don't know what that means. I don't know any like, of these that are stuff. made yeah. up words. You but just gotta just gotta roll with it. Let it wash over you. Oh, dude, I love it. And then um, me and my wife, a game that if uh, anybody has a switch and you want to play something with your uh, sig other uh, is what I like to call the significant other. Um, mm. Pikmin three. Oh, I've been getting ready for the next Pikmin game. I love Pikmin. Love Pikmin, and there's no other games out there like Pikmin. One of my nephew's kids out. loves Pikmin. That's true. Love oh, Pikmin. Um, <laughs> I right. think it's the capitalist inside of me, probably. That <laughs> it must be. 
Uh, let's crap. You're not. But that's it. That's okay. Uh, Shannon, you want to go? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I'm sure we all watched. Uh, well, I know, like at least Carrie watched uh, Werewolf by Night. Wow. So much better than I thought it would be. I mean, I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't expect to see three characters that I never thought oh, I'd see. And you know? I'm not going to spoil, but me neither. My favorite monster from Marvel is in this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and they did such a great job with him. You know, <laughs> yes. I want to see a where I want to see more of Jack Russell and that character together. I, I think you're going to, honestly. I, I hope and so. I think I think it's going to be a monster, mighty monster Marvel team up in the Blade movie is what I think myself. That but would that be great? Um that's just speculation, but I would you've got these things set up. Get Moon Knight in there too, why not? You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So and um so I uh the Vice the Vice TV network mm-hmm. um man, they do great documentaries. I don't know if you mm-hmm. um and what they do ones that should be trash, but they're not. Okay. So like right now it is uh <laughs> Slamtoberfest on Vice TV <laughs> and it's lots of wrestling related stuff. Um uh, and there's a great one called The Dark Side of the Ring, which tells you the terrible stories that happen. Mm-hmm. But they've just started a new one, and Carrie, I think you'd like this. It's called uh, Tales from the Territories. Yes. And it's, it's, it's about those smaller wrestling groups. Well, it, it's it's about basically, you know, what uh, where Vince McMahon stole everybody from. Mm-hmm. And it's them sitting around telling the stories. So it's like Jerry the King Lawler, um, Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, uh, Jeff Jarrett and his dad, who was a promoter and stuff. And they're just telling these stories from the 70s and how crazy it all was, right? <laughs> and it's just like, wow, how did anybody make it out of that alive? But, uh, Carrie, this next, this Tuesday, October 11th, mm. it's uh, the King of Memphis versus Andy Kaufman. Oh, that whole story? What? That whole story. Oh. And so it's, it's, I don't know. Is, is anyone, Tony, you're not familiar so, with? I'm not familiar. I know Andy Kaufman wrestled. Uh, f- how long did he wrestle for? Well, not very long. He promoted himself as the intergender, yeah. intergender uh, champion. Champion. Kind of champion. And he would, and he would do his show. He would <clears throat> go and he would challenge women to wrestle. Right. And people just hated him. And oh, there's a great <laughs> bit where uh, Jerry the King Lawler just slaps the taste out of his mouth on Letterman. It was on David Letterman, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, was, it was after they wrestled because uh, Lawler pile drived Andy yeah. Kaufman and hurt him, and they had to carry him out of the ring. And so there's Kaufman with this big neck brace on <laughs> on Letterman. Wait, did he and actually hurt his neck? No, no. Oh, it, okay. it, it was all a work. It was okay. all a work. But we all thought it was real. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, at the time, the, the nation <laughs> thought it was real because at the time, you know, so they're there on Letterman. He says, "I, you know." The, you two need to gonna, settle your differences, you know. Yeah, and and, and, and Kaufman's like playing his whole character is like I'm Hollywood Kaufman, right? And he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna sue you, you stupid redneck hillbilly, and blah blah blah. And he goes and like Lawler just gets up and goes, Yeah, yeah, and just smacks him basically right out of his chair. And yeah. Letterman's <laughs> Letterman is like, Oh my god. <laughs> um 
So I would highly suggest that, even if you don't like wrestling, just to be like, what yeah. the hell? And uh, they, so yeah, they have Andy Kaufman one. punked the nation with yes. that whole bit. Wow. And um, yeah. they have a bunch of dark side things. There's dark side of the 90s. I've watched that. That's yeah. actually interesting. Yeah. And um, the, a new one that just started is the dark side of comedy. Oh. And uh, no, I watched last night and uh, it was Brett Butler. Remember her from Grace Under Fire? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brilliant comedian, right? Oh, she was. She was. And uh, her whole story is so just tragic. Yeah. And um, she's still struggling today. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, wow. I was honestly in tears by the end of it. And I tweeted at her. I contacted her on Twitter. <laughs> and just like basically like, I hope you're okay. You know? <laughs> because she's in it. That's the thing. She participates. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. She's in it. It's not like, and like I say, it's not salacious. Mm-hmm. And she, a bunch of her friends were on it. And it was all, you know, mm-hmm. wounds open, open bare. And it was, I don't, you should watch, like. I'll give it a try. Yeah, it's, it's really good, Carrie. Uh, speaking of tragedy and comedy, let's raise a glass. Judy Tanuda. Oh. That was a sad one. Everybody run. Yep. The prom queen's got a gun. Isn't that it? No, that's Julie Brown. Oh, you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Judy Tenuta was the one with the... Uh, she played the accordion. accordion she's, right. she's a stand-up comedian, yeah. And she did a lot of work like with uh, Weird Al, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah it, she, it was uh, Letterman gave her her start, and uh, she was just... Uh, go look up Judy Tenuta on she YouTube. She was hilarious. Stuff. Yeah. It could happen. Anyway. It could happen. Uh, I feel like I'm I watching Lord of the Rings again. I don't know what you're uh, talking about. Were, yeah, <laughs> Werewolf by Night was brilliant i just loved it um andor the star wars show oh yeah that's pretty cool is some damn good star wars Mm -hmm. and and i realized one of the reasons that i'm warming up to it so much there's no force well it's 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 pretty much just a spy show you know i let me tell you go Go ahead james i'll I'll go oh i was gonna say my favorite star wars movie of all time is rogue one I, it, I loved it, it, one. it me makes too. me happy and it also bums me out because like the force you know like as a little kid that's like the omnipotent power that you can have you know and like mm-hmm. who doesn't want a laser sword but that's the thing is <laughs> how good is a universe when you take what some people would think the centerpiece out of it i mean look at uh the prequels i mean it's all about mm-hmm. the force right yeah but mm-hmm. take the centerpiece out and like you are left with this awesome dystopia yeah. of you know of story and yeah so that's why i didn't like rogue one actually mm. but i am enjoying andor enough now that i'm probably going to give rogue one another shot you and should. see approaching it from a different you know perspective mm-hmm. and uh, watch it again because I'm, I'm really liking andor yeah yep. i'm saving just, it you know I, i've heard complaints crazy. that nothing happens and i'm like no things are happening yeah you just need to pay attention well plus uh, people have the to building of it. the rebellion you know is, is happening f- in front of you they're committed to five seasons, right? Whoa. Uh, two. Wow. Oh, I heard it was Duh. a five-season story, but they've only renewed it for one more season so far. Anyway. What I what I read was that the second season will lead right up to the beginning of Rogue One. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a two-season. Anyway, two yeah. seasons is, you got a long time to tell a lot of stories. So, you know, it, it'd probably be a slow burn at first to get everything mm-hmm. set up, you know? This is uh, a little bit of a technical question, too, but do you know if they're filming it the same way they do The Mandalorian with the screen? 
Yeah, they're using the volume, yes. The volume. Okay, yeah. so is that like a standard moving forward for a lot of Star Wars yeah. stuff? Okay. The other thing about Andor is they did do a lot of location stuff. Yeah. Okay. They, they are using the volume for some shots, but they're also doing a lot of location. It's interesting because there is that dichotomy between the screen, the volume stuff, and then the practical sets. Mm -hmm. And like you can really tell the difference because they can interact with stuff in their eye lines. But, oh, see, Pat, Patrick sums it up great in, in our chat room here. It says, we are, we are not Luke. None of us are that special, but we could all be these rebels. We could all be Cassian. Mm -hmm. oh, there you go. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. She-Hulk this week. I've already raved about so good. that. Uh, I've got... Uh, oh, Tony. Yeah? I played while uh -huh. I was away. What'd I play? played because my, my brother-in-law has a PS4. Okay. Or PS5. One of those PS oh. things. Okay. Uh, he went and bought the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Yeah. And I, good. I got about halfway through it. And wow, that's uh, the best. Uh-huh. That is just so good. If you if you have a PlayStation and you don't have it, change your life. Uh, Wait, how quickly you're did you to yourself, take the Carrie? That was that was my big. You thing don't have the a PlayStation. You I don't need to buy one. <laughs> I'm saying if you have a PlayStation, you don't have the game. That's what. I'm oh saying. oh yeah yeah. Oh, uh, a couple of other things that I'm consuming. Um, I, I went to Doctor Volts and I got uh, three issues of this, and I guess there are three more. It's called Sham Comics. What? Now, what they've done, Marvel did this a while ago. They took actual old comic books and had comedians rewrite them. The speech bubbles? The speech bubbles. That's great. So That's cool. it's And it's just hilarious. They also changed the ads. Oh, oh my yes. God. So finish it says, high school oh, on Mars. It. Now finish high school on Mars. And it's an ad for Space Force. That you can cut out and mail so in. Awesome. I love it. Also, do you remember the ads in the comics? It was uh, a life-size pinup of Frankenstein or somebody. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they're offering one of, of Shemp Howard. <laughs> the, the forgotten God. stooge. Remember, Carrie, they had the, the remote control... Uh, ghost. Oh, please. Yeah. I sent for that. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't it just like a balloon and like, it was, yeah, it was a balloon and a sheet of white plastic and fishing line. Yeah. That's remote, how... <laughs> remote control. Yeah, yeah. Air quotes. If you yeah. can't see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of lead back then. Also, an, also an ad, an ad for a church, find the strength of your life in join the church of sci-fi netics. I do like that. That is some oh, fun shit, and I name. love it. So there's three oh, issues of this sham comics. Uh, I just I, they're just great because they're just old comics and they've been rewritten. They're just hilarious. Anyway, there's that. I, as a man who loves MST3K, I would expect you to like that. Exactly. That's that's right up my alley. Also, uh, I got this in the mail, and uh, if Rebecca were here, I'd remind her that Ooh. she can borrow this anytime she wants. Aquatine. This is the. It's called the Baffler Meal Collection. Uh, that's an inside joke for Aqua Teen fans. Uh, it is everything, 20 discs. It's Whoa. all of Aqua Teen, including wow. the movie. Oh. But it does not include the new movie. <laughs> it wow. has everything but that new thing that they just put out. So, so, Carrie, if I got that, I'd watch the first two discs 
and then throw the rest away. <laughs> Oh. How dare you, Shannon? I hate oh. that. I hate that show now. I love it's, it. It's my absolute. It's one of my favorite cartoons. Uh, it's it's got all seven seasons of Aqua Teen. It's got Aqu- Aqua Unit Patrol Squad season oh one. God. Aqua something you know whatever. They kept changing the name, and my DVR <laughs> would never catch it. Oh, oh yeah, man. that's a problem. So then there was Aqua something you know whatever. There was Aqua TV Show Show. There was Aqua Teen <laughs> Hunger Force Forever. And then the Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters for DVD is on here. So. As somebody who makes uh, videos for a living and you have to do revisions, that sounds like the actual filmmaker being just like, freak, what version are we on? Good version. Done. I done, am also D2. dealing with that now. Yeah. But there's, yeah. there's also uh, commentary from the voice actors and the, the creators of the show for everything. Wow. <laughs> I would invest in this box. It's it was a, it was it's it's a wonderful thing. What did it run you? How much is that action? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was sent to more, me. <laughs> more than twenty dollars, less than two hundred. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> go on, we'll go be, on Amazon to get an idea. Want to run a fact check on that with Tony? Uh, twenty nope. discs. Twenty discs. So many anyway. discs. Uh, all right, uh, games, Tony. Yeah, Besides the got... Miles Morales game, that's so wonderful that I love. That game is so that the first one too is so good. Both the Spider-Man games on PlayStation just and they're chef's phenomenal kiss. on Steam Deck if you have Steam Deck. Oh yeah, they're on PC too. And if you play them on P, well, the first one's on PC. The second one is coming out, I think, by the end of the year or maybe early next year. The Miles Morales one on PC. All right, uh, games coming out this week. We got No More Heroes Three. Oh, I have some uh, some Tony Originals sprinkled in here. So, okay. Uh, let's see what you- <laughs> No, no More, more Heroes, Heroes 3. That's a real one. Yep. Um, I'm not going to talk about all of them because a lot of these are just like, meh. But uh, there's a big fat list. As we get closer to the end of the year, companies push more stuff out for the holiday season. So uh, let's see. Let's jump down to PGA Tour 2K3. Um, Dragon Ball, The Breakers. The Ball Breakers. Or, or did Fake. I make that up? That's real. No. <laughs> Uh, the Darkest Tales. Real. True. That's real. Uh, Election Day Simulator. Oh, I wish it was real. It's fake. You yeah. Yeah. Got it. yeah. No. I wish it was real. Sounds like a really complicated, overly complicated game. Should be simple, but it's overly complicated. And there's and then a lot once of you liars. get done, there's a vast um, majority that don't believe that it actually happened. Exactly. Because they're in a simulation. <laughs> Lego Brick Tales. Real. That's real. Yeah. Isn't that an Apple arcade game? Uh, it might be. It's this. And this version's coming out for uh, everything else: Switch, PlayStation, PC, Xbox, all the, all the ones. <laughs> the Eternal Cylinder. Fake. Real. That's a real one. <laughs> Look up a trailer for the Eternal Cylinder. It, it looks just, absolutely weird. It looks super weird. It sounds like you you just opened up Adobe Illustrator, you drew a circle, and then you just started grabbing it and pulling it. And that's so, the game. How long can you tug? <laughs> a long time, How long James. Can you tug? Um, so the the Eternal Simulator is ba- or a cylinder. Excuse me, is just this giant cylinder rolling over the land, and you play a character that uh, can uh, evolve based on what you eat 
And so you go around running from the cylinder, eating things to try to evolve to a better form of yourself to try and survive the cylinder and so other dangers in the it world. It sounds like you're playing a game of anxiety where there's <laughs> yes. death yeah. just like, oh, and I hope failure I can... looming behind you, oh, but I you have to consume. I'm yes. emotionally, I'm emotionally eating, and yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This is basically life, the game. Um, just give me Tillamook <laughs> ice cream. We'll be fine. <laughs> we got uh, beer brewer bungholes. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be real. That's fake. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Curse of the Stars. Real. That's real. Yep. Time Melters. I hope it's real. That's They're real. Just yeah. Sounds real. Unusual Findings. Is one coming out? Real. That's real. Uh, star- <laughs> Can you imagine it? Like, that's weird. That you walk <laughs> around, <laughs> that's odd. That's weird. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> That's unusual. Well, better go find something else. Uh, Starfighters, the Forbidden Rings of Saturn. Fake. That's fake. Yeah. But I want to make that game. It just We're going to say cool. Forbidden Rings as if yeah. these ones are off limits. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. yeah, these ones are forbidden. They have cool stuff in them. Go away. You don't put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Trifox. It's real. It's it's real. As opposed <laughs> to buy Tri Fox. Is that kind of like Star Fox, but there's more of them? Or uh, let's there's see. Three. That, that's about it. There's just a whole bunch of other games that are coming out in early access. Um, you know, so go on Steam, see what's there, check it out. Uh, uh, that, I, yeah. We good? Anything else before we uh, turn the time over to Mister B to close us out? I was going to say, Tony, for you, I'll try watching Halo again. No, James, I don't want you to enjoy it. Go oh, away. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, oh, it's so bad. Mr. B, if you would, please. You know, I, I just want to enjoy a nice uh, Sunday uh, Sunday dinner, and uh, I just can't enjoy it. You know, the, the, the packaging looks too new, and uh, <laughs> then they got to... They got to bring its sexuality into it, and um, man, I just want to eat more ham. <laughs> <laughs>